0: Premiership Perusal Podcast presents Lads on Tour. Match Day
1: Two it's over it's over it's done and dusted in the books
0: we're two-thirds of the way done with the group stage it's going fast
1: it's going fast we always know gone in a blink just
0: like our existence
1: always well first one it's a real banger yeah wednesday finland russia one nil to russia neither team have that many Premier League guys so we're not going to spend too much time on it um Finland with the early disallowed goal. It's unlucky. Yeah. From no, our guy he's... Raitala. Yeah, but not, not from our guy Timu Puki.
0: No. Mm. Hasn't done much. No. A little disappointed.
1: Well, I feel like it's partially one of those things. Teams are going in knowing who Puki is, so they're gonna be eyeing him up of if they're gonna be eyeing anybody up, try to neutralize him.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But uh nothing too crazy in this one. Moran Chuck with a nice goal, but
0: Yeah, that was a nice finish. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he's quality for Atalanta. I know he's been rumored with some Premier League teams in the past, but I don't think he's looking for a move anytime soon.
0: It seems like there's a lot of Atalanta guys that just pop up and do well.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of them have scored in these zeros for their teams. I think the one dude who hasn't. uh, The Ukraine guy who's one of their better attackers off the bench. But moving on, unless you have something you want to say about that one. We're going to a game that actually, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Wales 2, Turkey nil. This is the nail in the coffin for all Turkey's hopes.
0: Your, your side Turkey.
1: Yeah. The second place dream is over. It's it's over. It's been over. Um, this game, Bale showing his class, Ramsey showing his class. I was just surprised how much Turkey let Bale have the space to do what he wanted. Even though he was deep a lot of times, especially on that first goal and all the chances that Ramsey's had yeah the first half bail was pretty deep and they just let him they're just like whatever
0: <laughs> yeah and then they let <laughs> Ramsey get in behind too. i was
1: gonna say yeah they were letting guys run off their backs constantly yeah so you shu bad look for him rough tournament not a fully on him but i mean a lot of it'll have to do with tactics and stuff playing up so high to allow that space to get in behind too but
0: Yeah, defensively, I would have thought that Turkey would have been a little better with uh, Okai Yakushlu sitting in, kind of acting as a third center back at times. But overall, they looked pretty, pretty awful defensively. From a Wales perspective, this is what I expected out of Wales, the way they played in this game. Yes. That's what I expected from them in the first game, which they were a little more...
1: Part of that has to do with Switzerland. Defensive. It just isn't completely inept at defending. Like, That's true. Like Turkey, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be harder to manufacture goals, and but
0: but still, with like Aaron Ramsey making runs from the midfield, mm-hmm. didn't see much of that in the Switzerland. No, game.
1: it it definitely felt like they had to work more to manufacture the goals. Which I mean, it's not that surprising, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if this is more Wales or if that first game was more, like, Wales in terms of kind of struggling in attack or if they make it look this easy. Because I want to say the possession in this game was, like, I think Wales probably had, like, f- around 40%. It was probably a little under that. But it felt like they always had the better chances. And it wasn't just, yeah, like, purely counter or anything. They held some possession for a good while. But... Yeah,
0: 44% for Wales.
1: So, I mean, you know, it felt like Wales were definitely the better team. But it's just interesting to watch some of these Premier League guys. Even the old Premier League guys get a refresh on them, like Ramsey and stuff, who's kind of fallen out of favor. Juventus, rumored back to the Premier League, so it's good to see him.
0: he's one of my favorite players, just watching him on that first goal.
1: Which is saying a lot, since he... support Tottenham
0: <laughs> stop <laughs> bullying me that first goal that ball from Bale Ramsey making the run in behind chef's kiss
1: wow. I can't believe Magnifique. how many chances he did miss them. yeah he, he, <laughs> he did. did I mean that was probably well, like thought, the third one I think one he thought he was offside So yeah, but still you gotta finish especially with they're gonna go to VAR anyways to check so he might as well yeah this isn't FIFA you just hold the button down and shoot when you're offside.
0: <laughs> I also enjoyed watching Dan James just fly he, up he the had, wing.
1: Yeah, he was having a, a particularly good performance out there for Wales. Um, another old Premier League player that got a little refresh. got to see him again, Mr. Allen. Oh, the Joe Welsh Allen, Chave, the Welsh Chaffee. He yes. is back. Um, Kiefer Moore, we talked about him last podcast, wasn't as... Um, noticeable this game yeah. partially because their play style they weren't really just going just strictly for crosses in the box trying yeah. to win headers and stuff they it were able more to
0: getting in behind
1: yeah absolutely danny ward clean sheet danny ward danny ward danny
0: ward uh, the welsh goalkeeper not to be confused with david marshall who plays for <laughs> scotland
1: um and then the final game on that day was italy switzerland whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what would you we're, want to talk about we're, here
0: we're just rushing by gareth bale missing the penalty
1: oh man
0: skied it skied it
1: yeah i i was saying if you stacked the net on top of itself it would have roofed the second <laughs> net that's how high <laughs> it went that was that was actually incredible
0: which was funny because he was uh, having a great game up until that point and then, and then he missed the penalty. Yeah. He won the penalty himself, takes the penalty, skies it, it. And that was important because...
1: It's kept Turkey in it. For, it kept
0: Turkey in it. But it,
1: then you realize Turkey couldn't complete a pass in the midfield, and you're like, oh. That's true. Uh, that's a bad sign.
0: And then to cap off the game.
1: Yeah, he had another another just kind of dribble.
0: This was one of those things where it's like only Gareth Bale would do this because he like doesn't care that much. Yeah. Normally, you'd be like, okay, stand in the corner, kill off the clock. But he's like...
1: Nonchalant, just like, no, no let's just...
0: I'm going to just dribble <laughs> down the end line, and then yeah. then it gets kicked out, and then I'm going to do it again <laughs> because it worked the first time. <laughs> and Then I'm going to pass to Connor Roberts, who's going to score, and it's going to be 2-0 yeah. because I don't care. We're whales.
1: <laughs> whales, dude, they got some... Whales, golf, Madrid, they, in that order. Yes, they have some vibes going for them.
0: They do have good vibes. I love like the vibes. Are they gonna do?
1: Are they gonna do better in England? We'll we'll find out. Just like Euro twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah, there's there's a disparity of vibes. Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Are we ready for the Italy Switzerland game?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know you're you're big on the Italy. Even <laughs> oh, though, even though, man. okay, you're oh. you're Mr Turkey. He's just trying to brush past that. Like <laughs>
1: that's that's what it is. Turkey, I have never rated. Get on. him, get him out of my face. Uh, Italy 3, Switzerland 0. This game, it was always going to be interesting. It probably suited Italy better um, than the first game because we knew Turkey would just kind of sit back in Italy and Italy would have to manufacture a goal through possession. This game, they could sit back a little more, absorb some pressure, and then kind of break a little quicker, better link-up play. Um, that's exactly what happened, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, they had a lot more space in this game. And like you said, they were sitting back a little more mm-hmm. and uh, not, I mean, having... not like low block. No, back, no, Sitting back, obviously. Just we... happy to not have the ball at all times like they yeah. did in the match against Turkey. But still, they were fast on the counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Berardi was looking Very excellent good again. Yes. Look at Telly. I mean, what can you say? Oh, Incredible. my guy.
1: My guy. That, that pass to spring it out wide on the first goal off the volley just looking it out wide for, like, a through ball. That was amazing. Yeah. It gets rewarded with the goal, too. Yeah. Two goals for him. The yeah, price tag, you can
0: just hear the dollars oh going. Oh, my gosh. Ting, 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 well, Juventus
1: apparently made an offer of 30 mil for him and a player, but, I mean. You got to be thinking more than now, that. Yeah, Swastulo <laughs> is going to be thinking probably in the 60 range for a player of his quality. Yeah. Um, Not a ton of... Premier League guys. Is anyone? Did anyone stand out to you really of the Premier League guys? No, on the Swiss I, side.
0: Switzerland. They didn't offer that much going forward in this game. Really, I. Mm-hmm. I thought it's just kind of disappointing for for the Swiss this tournament.
1: Yeah, they just really haven't looked all that impressive. And Bolo had a good first game in attack, but they're really their wide players are just kind of not doing it for me rodriguez and and babu yeah but uh your guy jacques at least he has blonde hair you know he's got blonde hair he he tried to get the vibes going he's like let's go guy and then everyone's like "Eh, we'll probably just be okay we
0: will just well you know we won't score that many and we won't concede that many but we conceded (laughs) three because locatelli's a beast yeah that oh. long-range shot for his second oh goal. Oh, my
1: gosh. And then it doesn't even matter because Immobile is not, like, the most efficient with his chances, but then he can make one out of really nothing with that third goal that he had. That
0: was, yep, just to cap it off.
1: Oh, my gosh. So for this one, we're looking at the group right now through two the two games. Italy on six, Wales on four, Swiss on one, Turkey on zero. It's just really a matter of... Switzerland can take all three and then give themselves a chance
0: to get that third place spot.
1: Yeah. Cause more than likely with goal differential, I don't even think Wales will fall out of a second if they just stay at four, say Italy beats them or if they draw, I mean then Switzerland has no chance, but I don't, I don't see anything for Swiss unless they somehow the, the cards kind of fall in their favor would yeah, you say they,
0: they'd probably need like a because right now they're minus nil win or something they're
1: minus three
0: or i suppose it could be like wales loses three now and swiss win three now something I like guess. that
1: but you're underestimating turkey <laughs> 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 no that's it's always weird because switzerland kind of have it all to play for turkey have nothing to lose italy and wales you wonder with games like that where both teams are thrift, they might just kind of some more of their backups and kind of or if they just keep yeah. their guys going and they just want to keep it rolling keep the momentum up
0: i wouldn't be surprised if gareth bale's not playing
1: mm-hmm. or know? if even if they take him off at half if it's just yeah, kind of like a like game that. where they can grind it out but i wouldn't rule that out either so you want to move on to the second part of group b since we talked about Finland-Russia, you want know, to talk about Belgium-Denmark?
0: Yeah, sandwiched in between the Group the C.
1: Yeah, it's kind of strange. But... Yeah. Um, so then we'll do...
2: Denmark-Belgium.
1: Yeah. yeah, we'll do that one. Okay, so with this one, 2-1 Belgium over Denmark. Started off hot. Ner-
0: yeah, hot. Denmark right out the gate, second minute, Poulsen y- with the goal.
1: Y- yeah, are giving the ball away. Premier League talent here emil hoiberg with the intercept gets the assist
0: i gotta say i i talk a lot about hoiberg and that i'm not a big fan mm-hmm. in this game he seemed like he was more offensive and yeah going forward he wasn't just like winning balls it was more like a progressive player and
1: part of that is probably they had to adjust their tactics somewhat with them knowing Eriksson's out and they're like well this is that's still true. our best yeah. quality Midfielder, we might just have to ask him to do a little more in attack because I noticed that too. He's kind of more forward than he would be for Denmark or Tottenham, really. But and then they just kind of had Delaney be the main rock in midfield.
0: Yeah. I was impressed by uh, Domsgard, mm-hmm. the youngster. He was looking yeah, nice the out Saint there.
1: man. He's very good creating out wide for them.
0: Yeah, that first half that was pretty much all Denmark. Denmark, and
1: then. And There's that a, place was rocking. Yes, and then the second half, a bad man came on, a very bad man. Yeah, Kevin
0: De Bruyne making his tournament tournament debut.
1: Yeah, that. What else you gotta say? Comes on, assists within the first like five, ten minutes of being yeah. on, and then, it, as we know, ended up getting the winner. Some big plays that were, it didn't result directly in the goal, but in the buildup by Lukaku. Especially on one of those, he had a very nice dribble Yeah, move yeah, to create that space.
0: That was a nice dribble he had. Um, you know who,
1: not to get too much into it because they're not really primarily guys, but a little disappointment out of Mertens and Carrasco this tournament. Carrasco could have technically had the one goal earlier, and Torgon Hazard stepped in and tapped it in because yeah. Carrasco's also there. But they really haven't been doing... A yeah, I haven't looked them. as
0: good as they had in prior tournaments or mm-hmm. with their clubs.
1: Yeah, completely.
0: This game just made me think of Denmark. It's like, man, that
1: it, it's unlucky. It's unfortunate bounce. It's like literally like worst case scenario that could have happened. Yeah. They, for them,
0: they played well in this game. The first game they didn't play that great, but
1: what are you gonna you do know. with the circumstances? It's kind of they kind of got cheated out bad luck. Yeah so unfortunate maybe scenario from hell kind (laughs) of for their tournament
0: so what is what's group b looking like
1: so their group right here we got belgium at six russia at three finland at three denmark at zero russia's minus two goal differential finland is at zero goal differential and denmark's at minus two
0: and denmark is playing finland
1: no denmark's playing russia
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Finland
1: has to play Belgium.
0: So Finland probably will lose. So if Denmark
1: can. Yeah, beat even if Belgium Russia, sat there, guys, I would feel confident that Belgium could.
0: And you said Russia's goal differential was plus two? Minus, minus two. Minus two. Oh, because yeah. they beat, got beat 3 0. Mm-hmm. So if Denmark.
1: Denmark wins they could, Russia. They could end up going through.
0: And Denmark's goal differential is what?
1: Minus two right now.
0: Minus two. So then it'd be something better than minus two if they won.
1: Yeah. So, so it, they, uh, could <laughs> they could go through I, some I after so all this. I hope so for
0: them. I feel like they deserve it. Yeah. They, they played they, really nicely in this tournament. They're
1: for game. sure, I would say, a top 10 side in this tournament just in general. But given everything they have and losing best player, you definitely hope that it works out for them. Uh, Anything else you want to touch on in this game, the Belgium game?
0: No, I don't have anything Other than else. just De Bruyne is... De Bruyne is insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... He's kind of one Without... of those
0: guys that he's he's not a, a uh, you know, shiny player. He's he's not a Ronaldo or a Messi or... Yeah,
1: he just has that quality, but the way he goes about it's completely different than...
0: Yeah, he's, he's so low-key about it. I yeah. mean, in this game... It seemed like he was still affected by the Erickson thing, maybe, with his yeah. celebration of his goal. Oh, for sure. You know, showing yeah. respect and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we wondered how he'd be because he had the facial fracture against yeah. Chelsea not that long ago. Yeah. He comes out, that he says, I don't need my stinking he, face.
0: Haven't, I, hasn't missed a beat. He didn't even wear a mask, I was no. surprised.
1: No, yeah, that's...
0: Bad juju, wearing masks, <laughs> you end up like Tony Rudiger.
1: Yeah, but... We'll get to him later. Yeah, on his side. Uh, the rest of the games that day, Group C. The first one was uh, Ukraine North Macedonia. This is one of those games where they kind of both just went for it, and it wasn't the prettiest of styles. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, a lot of missed passes and whatnot, but it's just an entertaining game to watch because yeah. both teams are willing to go for it. Right. It looked like Ukraine was going to have their control over this game. They had it by the scruff of the neck, and then North Macedonia just kind of started making chances.
0: Yeah, started off 2-0 goals from Yarmolenko in the 29th minute, and Uremchuk, uh, who had a nice game, scored yeah. in the 34th minute. He might be on the radar of some Premier League teams.
1: Very well could be.
0: And then, like you said, uh, the penalty in the uh, 56th minute or so... Saved.
1: Mm-hmm. Rebound right then, to Alyoski. Uh,
0: unfortunate rebound <laughs> right back to him, and he scores.
1: Yeah, I've been really impressed with uh, Ukraine's keeper in the games. So obviously, they conceded three against the Netherlands, but he, he's he been playing well. Yeah. You know. Uh, Bushchan. Yeah. I think he's at Kiev, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, Alyoski. Not the... Not gonna be taking penalties at Leeds anytime soon, but <laughs> but it's, I thought he it's had a pretty pretty awful game to be yeah, honest. Other than no. scoring well, off he of the didn't, rebound, he didn't do very good against uh, Austria either. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? They're gonna be it, relying on him quite a bit.
0: It was a pretty terrible penalty too. Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> he almost and then the rebound shot was kind of savable. Yeah, I mean it was like middle of the net, but. Um, With this one, I tried to keep tabs on Zinchenko. He looked better. Yeah. Part of that is just North Macedonia's quality of midfield isn't gonna be quite as good as the Dutch. Yeah, that's for sure. So but at least it's an it's an improvement. I'll give him that. Yep. It wasn't true. He wasn't sticking out like a sore thumb for bad plays. (laughs) Yeah. Uh and then the second game for this one Netherlands and Austria. 2-0 for the Netherlands. Uh pie finally, their main man getting on the score sheet with a goal.
0: Yeah, scores the penalty, which in this tournament has been a hard thing to do for yeah. most people.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how many pens have been saved. That's like the second takeaway, I think, from like just general stats. First is the mouse second half goals, and the second is penalties are just like not a given whatsoever. Yeah.
0: And own goals. Oh god. That's number three. <laughs>
1: this is true. Dumfries with another one. I've been really impressed game. with Dumfries. I he's, he's got he's some quality player. going forward. Yeah, I've I think it's Bayern are looking at potentially signing him. Yeah. From the of the Uh Molin with the dribble forward on that to feed him. He's a yeah. name who's been popping up, I think, not the highest of Premier League clubs, but that middle kind of tier. I've seen some things, maybe Everton Arsenal, you know, I think wasn't he. A youth product. He was at Arsenal. He was at Arsenal. Yep. Okay, maybe it's just Everton and like West Ham. Yeah. And I was thinking of.
0: Yeah, it was a nice run and a nice pass over to, to Dumfries Mm -hmm. to score the goal. Memphis Depay had, he missed a sitter.
1: Yeah, that was, that That was was a rough go. My guy Voot, he fed him. And it wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> there was no assist to show for it.
0: And then looking at it from Austria's point of view, Alaba gave up the penalty early, just mm-hmm. kind of a poor play. And it's like we were wondering if he was going to change positions, play a little more Yeah, forward, maybe
1: more mid. But they kept him, kept him back.
0: Yeah, they kept him back and didn't score any goals. <laughs> I thought Savitzer didn't look as good in this game. He didn't have his... Much control over the game, but you know,
1: yeah, it's the it's,
0: Netherlands versus North Macedonia. So,
1: true, I feel like what hurts Austria too is they don't really have a specific nine. Yeah. Like, I guess Gregorich is kind of more going for it. I always view him more as a 10 or maybe a false nine in the Bundesliga, but and then they have the young Baumgartner who, again, more of a false nine or 10, and they both kind of have them as their main attackers. Uh. One one note real quick, because it's a big one, um, Patrick Van Anhol getting in this game. <laughs> one
0: one big note is that the Netherlands didn't blow their lead this time.
1: This is true. Even Nathan. after they took off Daily Blend. Yeah, they took off Blend and Ake came in again, and they actually held it this time.
0: I was sitting there thinking like, oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> again
1: but no, not not today, not Frank today. De Boer says. Not today. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on in this game, or you want to head right to the Group C? Overall,
0: recap? I've been kind of disappointed by Austria. I expected a little more from them. Mm-hmm. It's just the quality hasn't been there this tournament going forward.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to say was that goal that Dumfries scored. Daniel Bachmann almost timed that <laughs> that yeah. save on the pass across it was pretty funny. Uh, so group C, the layout right now through two games, Netherlands, six points, Ukraine, three points, Austria, three points, North Macedonia, zero points, goal differential, Ukraine, zero, Austria, zero, North Macedonia, zero. So it's all to play for.
0: Yeah. Ukraine versus Austria. Mm-hmm. I, if I was betting, I'd say Ukraine for me personally.
1: Because of their chance to score? Is just better?
0: Yeah. i
1: they have looked a little better in form.
0: Yeah, I think with, like, uh, Yarmolenko and Yuremchuk, they look going better forward. up front. Yeah. Austria just hasn't impressed me. Maybe in this game they'll push up David Alaba. Maybe. But probably not.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to change anything, Austria, because they didn't really just change. Didn't,
0: he didn't even have a good game defensively, like,
1: David Alba on blast right now. And nobody <laughs> like, did. Like, what's anything. the point? We're wasting him. <laughs> Sitting back there. And, and he's yeah, giving that's... up
0: pens. Moving he forward. He has
1: the quality to distribute the ball going forward. Yeah, I feel we like... saw
0: it in the first game against North Macedonia. When he starts pushing forward, they start creating more chances. But yeah. who am I?
1: Who am You're I to not... judge? Exactly. Not the Austrian manager, apparently. Yeah. I have a weird feeling Austria might win that game, but... I'll be pulling for the Ukraine.
0: Well, Arnatovich is back.
1: Yes, he is. With so, a vengeance. Yeah, man. He, we'll, we'll see what he has to say to Ukraine. <laughs> we'll see what that man has to say to Ukraine. Um, Hopefully, if the Netherlands just are lackluster or something, North Macedonia could pull off a win just because that'd be yeah something for That would be funny. To, yeah, just smile about and be like, oh, look at that.
0: Pandev hat trick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Group D... We'll start off. Croatia, Czech Republic, one-one. This game was just another disappointment from Croatia.
0: Yeah, they changed up the back line, going with Vida and Lovren as their center back pairing. Try and bring in a little more experience.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's weird because it seems like all their pairings of their back four don't have that much experience together specifically, and. Even looking at, like, Vershalko, who's been a staple in their back line for a while now, he doesn't get a ton of time playing at club as much as he used to. I just wonder if he's also maybe someone they should look to switch in out Since it doesn't matter, it's not like they have coercion together yeah. playing, and he hasn't done much for me.
0: Yeah, and Lovren comes in, gets the handball penalty called against him what are your thoughts on that penalty that
1: was such a weird one that could i don't know because that i think for me it's a penalty personally <laughs> it's weird that it it's one of those where if it's not called right away it's kind of hard to overturn a lot of times with var that's the case where it's like you got to make sure it's a hundred percent but in this tournament the var seems to be a little different the officiating with it yeah, so, for sure i wouldn't say it's Egregious that they gave him a penalty or something. I mean, yeah. For God's sakes, look at Schick after that. Yeah. But yeah, he took advantage of it. Patrick Schick, the golden boot right now.
0: My favorite picture was when he had
1: <laughs> the blood on his he face. Had the blood on yeah. his face
0: running down his face. He yeah. takes the penalty and he's just like celebrating, yeah, flexing, flexing, <laughs> blood running down his <laughs> face, and he just looks angry. Yes. Like he, he did kinda, in
1: the last. He has those piercing eyes too. I think that yeah. that adds. It's kind of
0: got <laughs> kind of got like the dark bags under his yeah. eyes. Like.
1: he could be a like a John Wick villain or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Patrick uh, Schick coming yeah. to a theater and near maybe,
1: you. Yeah, they had Boban. Now they have Patrick Schick. Uh, the subs for Croatia before the goal. They didn't really do much. I, I don't know. They just don't. I think Croatia just lacks the quality and attack going forward. Yeah. Rabic has been he's, pretty he's poor. He's been struggling. Pretty poor for him. Kramarich hasn't got it going. Brekalo is a guy I thought might do uh, some stuff for him, too, going forward. Perisic with a very nice dribble. Our guy, okay. Shufal, he tipped over. <laughs> he tipped over. He West damn dirty. Yeah, dude. He's...
0: Yeah, it was a nice individual effort from Perisic though, to level the game. Mm -hmm.
1: And they had some chances, more chances than the Czechs later as the game went on, but just couldn't capitalize. And they weren't amazing, like, clear-cut chances, but sometimes you have to make something out of nothing with those chances if you're going to advance. Yeah, And the quality for the Croatia just not there. Is there anyone that really stood out to you in this game? I, I feel like what's standing out to me is just the fall of Modric. He's just not quite where he used to be, and I mean that's expected. He's what thirty-six now, thirty-five, yeah, something like that. He's older, so right. it's hard to put all that on him. But
0: <sighs> yeah, I was hoping a little, hoping to see a little more from Brekalo, like you said. Mm-hmm. Didn't really capitalize on any of his.
1: For the Czechs, you know, I, I really like going forward so far as uh, Yankto. I thought he's had some pretty solid efforts for them all over the pitch. But are we going go to go the big game now?
0: Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the game of the match day, the one we were all looking forward to. The thriller, the Friday night premiere game.
1: 17 Premier League players in the starting lineups come by.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Shaw and James in this time? Thoughts on that just initially, even before the game? What were you thinking? You're like, oh, they're going to...
0: Yeah, I was a little surprised that they decided to change it up. I mean... Walker. Walker is a little older, so Mm -hmm. I understand... Maybe a little more
1: rest for him, but... Trying to give him
0: some rest. I mean, I like Shaw. Reese James, it seems like he fits better as like a a right-sided center back in a back three,
1: Mm -hmm. as opposed to a full back. just like a wing back, too. Than just like a natural like right back where he's are yeah. relying on him to pretty much be more defense yeah than a- attacking or even facilitating the attack from the back three but um
0: yeah so they went with the same same lineup otherwise other than the fullbacks so
1: th- from what I had understood is that McGuire was fit enough to play
0: yeah that's what it sounded like.
1: That's kind of strange. Yeah, I mean... I mean, if they're changing it up, you would figure they might try and incorporate him or maybe they could have, you know, but...
0: I think that could have been like a third match if they were sitting nicely. you know, yeah. On six points or something. Bring well, it's, in it's
1: nice to think ahead like that and then yeah. you don't perform. <laughs> and it yeah, it doesn't work true. out like that. Uh Jay I Adams noticed,
0: for uh, Scotland.
1: Yeah, I noticed, I was going to say, the Scotland long balls early were pretty effective for him, and Che Adams was part of that, getting in there.
0: Yeah, we were calling for him
1: last yeah, game. He finally, finally got in there. Yeah. Um. They, and they still kept Dykes out there, too. I know that they are really into him. I thought one guy that they pulled off, and this just goes to show that they were probably going to plan on sitting back, was Armstrong. Normally starts for him. Yeah. Um, the Southampton man. So. Yeah,
0: I'm a big fan. Yeah. Also, they had Tierney back in there. Mm hmm. Back from injury.
1: Yep. Is there anything that stood out to you from the play early on in this game?
0: Well, <laughs> England. I got to say, it was. They had the big chance with the, the stones. stones header off the corner. Mm-hmm. the wide open header i mean he hit the post what can you say you know
1: yeah happens. edge of the six-haired box though you gotta anticipate that one should probably yeah be going in
0: from england it was just a lack of creativity going forward and they didn't I, really have that much in terms of chances
1: no all that much i noticed right away early on kane was so far back and it's like why is he so far back getting the ball? You have Foden, you have Sterling, you have Mount. Those guys should be coming back to get the ball to link up. Why is Harry Kane have to come back to get the ball? I don't I don't get that. The and issue
0: then, was that the three center backs for Scotland if he's holding that line, he's invisible up there. So he's got to come back and then you get Sterling who comes into the middle And then it's just, like, the spacing is all messed up because Kane is coming back to get the ball. Yeah. And Sterling's not wide enough. Yeah. And it was just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so frustrating because you you can see how they're able to stymie him, but at the same time, it's like, how is Southgate not making the proper adjustments and Yeah, and it's like they're not
0: taking any risks with with passes or anything. They're just no. kind of slowly passing between the center backs
1: and the full backs and they kept doing the same thing over and over throughout the game. And even yeah. if you just break it down basic like what side they're going to, it was always going through Shaw's side. Yeah. It never was rarely there's like a 10-minute stretch it felt like where there was they were going more through James' side and even you know, if you swap the full backs for a little bit and you still had Shaw but you're going on the other side of the field. It just, they were just, it felt they were content.
0: It looked like they just ran out of ideas. Like, for some reason, it seems like Mount and Foden and maybe Sterling. I don't know. Mostly like Mount and Foden, they don't really play that well together for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. I don't know why, but... We we see some chances out of Scotland. They don't convert on their chances, but they did have some opportunities. They definitely
1: did. One thing I noticed, besides the, their chances and stuff, because like I was saying with the long balls going forward and stuff, that was their best chance to get in behind and whatnot. Uh, John McGinn, I thought, had a really good game. Just all over the field. Yeah. Hassling all the English attackers out there. Uh, I mean, just quality for Villa during the year. It's no surprise able to win the ball they don't really need him to go forward in this game they didn't need him mcgregor or billy gilmore to really push forward it's just a matter of getting behind with the long balls as we're talking about and shay adams had some nice turns um once he did actually get on the ball and stuff but yeah I, i just was more impressed by scotland and their ability to hold up i thought your guy Tierney played very well too
0: yeah for sure And then, so England, we see this isn't working. It's nil-nil at halftime, and obviously it's not working. England's not getting chances. Kane isn't getting many touches on the ball, and if it is...
1: He's instantly being pressed by Scotland, and he immediately has to get rid of it.
0: So they make some subs. They bring on Grealish. Doesn't have much of an impact.
1: He's, yeah, he was somewhat doing grealish things in terms of like winning fouls and stuff, but he wasn't creating chances or really shot yeah. Shots or anything. So
0: And then they bring on Marcus Rashford for Harry Kane. I don't like that substitution personally.
1: Yeah, I mean if if you're gonna go away from the holding up a play and but even then, like they weren't holding up play and they're towards the end they're kinda just swinging balls in, and they're going for that method. It's like, well, you might as well have Kane out there for that then.
0: I would rather them take off either...
1: Sterling is who I thought should have came off in this.
0: Well, my thoughts is they don't need uh, Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips both in this match. Yeah. So you could take off one of them and put on... You could put on Rashford, or you could put on uh, Calvert-Lewin. Maybe go like a four-four-two because then you're not having Harry Kane so isolated up front
1: against the three center backs. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I just felt like the wide play from England was just lacking this yeah. game, mainly Sterling, back to being frustrated with him. You wonder, a lot of people called for Sancho, which right, makes yeah. sense because it's like when nothing's going, you might as well throw an attacker out there. You might think Sterling's better, but if he doesn't have it on that day, you might as well give a different attacker a chance because he could very well possess the quality that day that Sterling didn't.
0: I would have preferred to see uh, Sancho come on instead of Rashford and keep Kane on but take off Sterling put on Sancho.
1: Yeah, there's really two ways they could have went about it because if they were going to go two up front, Rashford wouldn't have been a bad idea, but they never really ever do that. That's why if you're going to do like for like, take Sterling off, Sancho on, but if they were going to actually adjust... In terms of play style and whatnot, it I think that taking off Rice or Phillips as one of the two holding mids um, as their pivots, take them off, yeah. put on another attacker.
0: And I mean, both those guys we've seen for their club that they can hold it down themselves. Mhm. I mean, Calvin Phillips he does it for Leeds. If you can do it for Leeds, you can do it for anybody. Yeah.
1: So that, you're going to be asked a lot at leads to do that, so it'll be um,
0: interesting to see. I'm thinking maybe in this next game, maybe go with the the back three formation, get wing back wing backs and
1: going forward, going potentially. Forward. I don't know because it the the lineup made more sense against Croatia because Croatia was actually gonna push back and try and score and hold possession and stuff. Yeah, so the two. Two guys that could be a double pivot would make sense, but in this game, yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it did make that much sense. It's too defensive for a team that's just gonna hoof the ball forward and try and get on the end of one. Yeah. But
0: oh, just, any other just <laughs> classic England this. disappointment yeah. is what it is. I mean, huge game for Scotland,
1: and even just like. <sighs> At times when like Scotland did have the ball, it's like England, why are you not pressing? Yeah, what are you doing? Go, it was go too get the easy. Ball. Yeah, Scotland just were not challenged. That's why it, it just felt like England were content. They're just like whatever. It's fine. This is all fine.
0: Yeah, and there was no Plan B.
1: No, there really wasn't.
0: Just like ah, uh, okay, well, guess if you, this is it.
1: If you had to pick a man of the match for England, you go. Pickford you go Mings I thought Ming's played well
0: Pickford had a couple big saves mm-hmm. yeah
1: I thought Mings did a good job winning the ball he set that screen that allowed stones to be open for the header yeah but I mean to be fair there weren't a ton of chances for Mings to stop yeah and if they if there were chances Pickford was the one that was making the final stop <laughs> so I don't know it. It was all around very disappointing. Very
0: disappointing. I mean, we haven't seen all that much from England. They they got the 1-0 win against Croatia, but there wasn't a whole lot in that game. Mm -hmm. Very little in this game. So they have a big match against the Czech Republic.
1: I feel better about the defense and stuff than I do about the attack right now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> given the fact that they're holding clean sheets yet, or keeping clean sheets yet, only scoring one goal in two games.
0: Especially so. with the quality of players that they have. Yeah. I mean at that point it's it's it has to be the tactics.
1: Yeah. And absolutely. You don't with the Premier League player of the year candidate Kane and you have a young player of the year in Phil Foden. Yeah. And you have a guy in Sterling who's champions league finalist starter i mean and he's been a household name in the premier league for a while
0: and you can't get anything going yeah it just doesn't make sense i mean england had one shot on target
1: (laughs) is that that bad (laughs) it's not good it's not good
0: so does sancho start the next game sancho and grealish maybe i kind of want to see grealish instead of mount
1: just right off the top i wonder if because here let's let's look at the table right here so we have the czechs at top four points two goal differential england and second four points one goal differential croatia one point minus one goal differential scotland one point minus two goal differential so this is going to be for the top of the group between england and czechs um Just thinking back to the other games, uh, it feels like going wide is your best opportunity against the Czechs. So you got to make the right call no matter who you're going with with your wide attacking players. So it will be interesting if they want to see Grealish out there or if they want to maybe go with Sancho because there's going to be some familiarity with Shufal being the fullback for the checks, so maybe if there's some player, maybe a Declan Rice might have some advantage on how to attack them, yeah. or if there's been a Premier League attacker who's had success against them, they'll go with him, or just a fresh new face never matched up against them, Jaden Sancho. There's yeah. You, yeah. yeah, it just depends how they want to look at it, but I, I would I would you'd have to change it up. Two sure. two games one goal. I yeah. mean, I would say whether it is Sancho or Grealish out there, I would probably go Sancho. Just I'd go I've with both. Sp- yeah,
0: I'd go with Grealish as a number ten.
1: But yeah, well, because I mean, he kind of he ends up being out wide too, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, he does. He definitely can facilitate through the central part of the field. I think that anything is going to help because right now what they got going, it's only up.
0: If they play with uh, Rice and Phillips in the midfield again, then just too defensive.
1: Yeah, and I I don't think they'll have to be, even though checks have shown they can score going forward, I don't think they're going to have to be as defensive. It's not going to be quite like, it's honestly going to be somewhere in a mix between the Croatia game and the Scotland game in terms of what the Czechs do because they're not going to sit back like Scotland did entirely, but they're not going to be trying to hold possession and go forward like Croatia did.
0: Right. Yeah. They're going to be more on the counter, but not as
1: not long as low ball. block. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's
1: just. But then with that, I mean, the one thing to always keep track with Sancho, you're you're getting nothing on the defensive end. Yeah for sure so but i mean they're not requiring that anyways by the looks of it with this last game against scotland no they just weren't having anybody press sitting back so it'll definitely be interesting to see what england do
0: see this is what happens when you don't bring jay links the, <laughs> the vibes are just up.
2: out of whack
1: <laughs> that's true what's your we'll just do it real quick prediction
0: I'm going to say maybe like a 1-1 draw.
1: I'm going to say 2-1 for England. I'm too hopeful for them.
0: Yeah, we all want to be hopeful.
1: How about Croatia-Scotland? Because they, depending on how it goes, they could technically get through. Yeah,
0: Yeah, with four points in third place, yeah, for sure. I would... I, I want Scotland so bad. I feel like they deserve it, but I'm not sure.
1: I want to I want to trust Scotland, but at the same time I'm not super confident in their defensive pairing. They'll just be sitting back, but then at the same time I'm not very confident in <laughs> Croatia.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: We haven't seen Croatia really be in a situation where they're going to have like a, the absolute majority of possession cuz this last game against the Czechs, they I think it was 50-50. So Yeah, it seemed like it. I wanna see what they do if they actually prefer to be almost like Italy with that turkey game where they have to manufacture something out of possession. Maybe that's yeah. what they need to get going but i don't... I'll go for a draw I'll go for a yeah I'll go for a one one draw on that game and none of them get through unfortunately,
0: yeah, I could see that I could see like a. I could see like a one one nil for either side to be. You honest. really could, yeah. It it just could go either way, so.
1: Knowing this, it'll probably end up like four nil Croatia, or something like that. Yeah, but both
0: teams <laughs> should be going all out. We we know that because a draw is not going to do them any good. Yeah. So,
1: I just wonder what all out for Scotland on attack is. I mean, we've seen we saw them do it at times have success against the Czechs attacking, but for sustained periods against Croatia is going to be a lot tougher. Uh,
0: yeah, they're all out is more like all out counter attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push.
1: Uh, anything else you want to touch on or you want to go to Group E? England need to get it
0: together. <laughs> How are placed. you going to win the euros playing like this? You're not, you're disappointing me.
1: Maybe they're going for the rope a dope. They're going, they're, Everyone's yeah. like, "Ah, oh, England!" They're look at, them, look at them, looking over there, and then they just come out what? of nowhere. Release the sh- Sancho. When I said that they're too, when I'm too hopeful about uh, England, there it is, right there.
0: Yeah, it's the hope that kills you.
1: <laughs> Groupie. Sweden, Slovakia. Little one niler for Sweden. Pretty, yeah. If I'm being honest, kind of bo- kind of boring game. <laughs> Wasn't very it wasn't very interesting to me.
0: I was disappointed with Sweden. I I expected a little more going forward from them. I mean, Isak had another good game. Yeah. He looks good. And out he's there. kinda like the main guy doing stuff. Other than that, there wasn't too much they had some chances but didn't convert on them in the first half.
1: It's just unfortunate that pretty much everyone in there Midfield, besides Forsberg, is defensive minded. I mean, Seb Larson, I guess, isn't really. I don't know what Seb he's Larson like is these 40 days. Forty years old. Yeah, he's. he's you can't he's expect kinda, much out of he's him. He's well rounded. We'll put it like that to say that uh, he's got the so intangibles. Like, like, yeah, and all their their back four are going to be defensive minded. They don't really. They have a fullback, two fullbacks in the natural sense of it. They're they can go forward occasionally, but they're mainly they're defensive oriented first. Uh. Marcus
0: Stinson did have a good chance on uh he header.
1: He did off the corner. Um or was it just a regular cross? I forget. I don't remember. I fell asleep during the game. <laughs> but, Berg, but Berg has really kind of let them down. Yeah. I mean, to say the least, he had that one tap in chance last game and whiffed on it, but they get all three points off the pen. Slovakia this game didn't look as as strong, I guess, going forward as they did against Poland. Yeah,
0: they didn't really build part, off that performance. Part
1: of that's less about Slovakia and more about Poland's defense versus Sweden's defense. I like Sweden's defense. Yeah, it's solid. It is It is solid, not to mention Olsen is just standing on his head yeah. for some of these saves. Uh, but... Not a ton of Premier League guys in this. I don't know how much time you were thinking about spending on this. I wasn't planning on (laughs) talking about too much. Um, Yeah, just like
0: we said, uh, Isak, you know.
1: Good going forward. They probably deserved to win, I guess. I mean, they had the better chances. Yeah. They just didn't really capitalize on those, and then they get the fortunate penalty.
0: Yeah. Slovakia needed to do a little more offensively in that game. Yeah. Tough side to break down, Sweden.
1: Sweden, but, for sure. I mean, well, you just saw Spain hold 87% possession against them and couldn't do anything. So
0: Yeah. Just the one thing I, I hope, like we said in the last one, but I'd like to see Isak in the Premier League.
1: That'd be amazing. If you had to pick a side, don't don't say it. Well. <laughs> yeah. If you had to say anyone but Arsenal, even though Arsenal probably would be the most ideal team for him.
0: He'd be a good fit on Liverpool.
1: I agree. It would be pretty good there. <laughs> I think he'd be good on Chelsea. You know why? Because they don't have an actual nine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, Although they, he's, they, they he's wouldn't not really like need a, him. No, they wouldn't need him to create as nine. much as. Yeah.
0: That's why I kind of like him on Liverpool because they don't really play with a regular nine setup.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true very true uh spain and uh poland spain and poland we just got done watching this game
0: fresh off the presses wow that was a thriller what are your hot takes on spain versus (laughs) poland
1: (laughs) i thought the game stunk um i was surprised i mentioned this to you during the game why moreno is out wide he's just he's just a nine and they had him out wide they're dead set on Maratta being the central guy. I mean, it worked out for him. Mur- Moreno had that cut in off the wing, like a shot pass kind of thing, maybe like a scuff shot. Murata gets on the right end of it for their goal.
0: Yeah, he looked their best uh, attacking player. Moreno? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you're not talking Maratta. <laughs> no, no, not Murata, Moreno, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy how, like, they had 76% possession today. They created, like, f- six chances.
0: That's the problem with this system. I know everyone loves it, and it's like, oh, my God, Spain, you're amazing. Yeah. Like, in the first game, Taylor Twellman was commentating, and he's like, I love watching Spain because they pass so good. And it's like, guess what? When you pass between your fullback and your defensive midfielder, it does nothing for you. Yeah. And I think the problem with this system is, it's too easy to get caught up in it, and you forget to actually go forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I feel get... like at times it's very predictable, too. Yeah, with, for sure. With the one-twos, mainly between trying to get the full back forward, because a lot of times in that Sweden game, what would happen is, I mean, Sweden, they're a good defensive team. We talked about it. They would just step in and poke it out, and then you just have a throw in, and you're trying to restart and create that, and then... Eventually you'll try and do that outcome again. It just does, it's not there a lot of times.
0: I thought Spain looked a lot better in the Sweden game, the passing quality. hmm I thought this game that there's just some sloppy. There's passes. no more sharpness
1: too to going forward. Yeah. It is a lot more side to side. They definitely need more north to south with their passing. If you're just gonna pass to pass and hold the ball to hold the ball, it's what pointless. are you doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah and in that Sweden game they had some good chances that they created yeah. at least but were saved by Olsen cuz he's
1: doing an amazing job on and but, then missing by Murata.
0: but this game
1: they still had chances too out front It was more like in the second half i felt like they had a few just like chances out in front but like the scramble there would be a scramble between like yeah, the Yeah i keep thought and they had better they,
0: chances in the first game this game, they were kind of yeah. like more half
1: chances. I'm, I'm talking specifically in this game. I thought their second half they had better chances than the first half. Yeah, it really felt like they had one chance, and they did score on it. But
0: yeah, I expected them to come in and kind of unlock Poland and win easily. Yeah. Maybe like a 3-0 or something. Just pass around them. But
1: I... yeah, I mean Poland, they're not like awful on defense, but they're not they're not the quickest. You're not going to beat them in the air with Bednarik and Glick. Back not to there. mention
0: you're Spain, and you won't beat anybody, anybody in
1: the air. So it's like you coming down to the end trying to swing balls in. That's it's pointless. Yeah. But uh, the second goal for Poland, I mean, I, I believe it came off a giveaway, and then it kind of led to a little bit of a yeah, counter, counter going forward and then the cross into lewandowski but
0: he plays in a farmer's league to be fair though that's
1: what i'm saying man the farmer's league merchant he finally scored
0: could have scored one earlier off the rebound yeah kicked it straight straight at at. simon simon
1: i thought uh if we're talking premier league guys glick had a pretty good game out there for poland that man's insane yeah as in like
0: (laughs) just mentally like i don't know what's going on there but he had
1: that dipping shot early that it I wouldn't have been surprised if it would have went in. Uh, I mean, same thing with Poland. I mean, it's not surprising that they've only scored. Well, they, okay, they got one today. I guess that's a little surprising. But last game, they yeah. didn't score a ton. This just what's going to happen when your best facilitator is Pitor Zielinski. I mean, yeah. they don't really have the quality going forward. Um, any thoughts on Motor today? He's kind of just blah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he looked that great. It yeah. Seemed like he gave up the ball a bit, but that kind of seemed like everyone on Poland was just giving up the ball. They were either giving up the ball or falling like every five seconds. Somehow it says you, the fouls committed was eighteen to sixteen. It felt like it was like no, ninety to yeah,
1: ninety to like ten, 10. or something. Yeah, <laughs> especially um,
0: at the end of the game.
1: I've I've been a little disappointed with. Um, I mean, Rodri, he's not going to be doing much going in attack, so I'm not, you know, you can't really expect a ton on him. But Fernand Torres, Premier League attacker, really hasn't done much for him. I know that today they brought him on as a sub for Almo. I feel like they should try to incorporate him a little more, get him going, because Almo hasn't done a whole lot this tournament for me.
0: He's had his... Chances and he chance, hasn't yeah. done much with them. I mean, this game he had like one that was kind of like a half chance, a shot mm-hmm. easily saved. Saved,
1: but yeah, Spain, Spain doesn't have the vibes. Let me tell you, I and wish they
0: would have brought on Adama Traoré.
1: You might as well. And it's something different. Yeah, it's something different. Even though he doesn't fit your system and he's a solo kind of guy, that's kind of what they need. They need some magic because their system right now is. Not failing them entirely, but it's not working the best that it could be.
0: Although, although there is the problem of who does he cross? To. <laughs> <laughs> That's does he cross to Morata?
1: I don't know. I guess it's Moreno, but you're not going to be crossing against Poland. So this group: Sweden atop, four points; Slovakia, three points; Spain, two points; Poland, one point, minus one goal differential. Slovakia and Spain goal differentials both zero. Uh, this is like catastrophic for Spain how do you how are you not winning this group yeah that's they still technically can mathematically but this
0: because it's it's Spain versus
1: it's Spain versus Slovakia Slovakia, and then Sweden yep. Poland uh any thoughts on Sweden Poland I mean Poland they technically can go through too. they just need a win but I trust Sweden to be able to hold up shop.
0: Yeah, I'd expect them to probably keep another clean sheet.
1: Yeah. I I would or maybe concede one, but even yeah, then one. that's they could probably bag one against Poland. Poland's defense hasn't looked all that sharp.
0: Yeah, it could be like a 1-1 one, one or 1-1. One one because mm-hmm. i mean sweden hasn't i'd be been surprised scoring if sweden
1: goals. didn't go through yeah they only have one through two games so yeah. but i would be surprised if they couldn't manage it and get through slovakia and spain i'll back spain to go through but man <laughs> i would
0: think they can at least win this one
1: yeah i mean sweden's able to create chances against slovakia and poland scored a goal against slovakia so even though they have screen R, they're still not the strongest defending team. Yeah.
0: So Poland could have won that game too.
1: Yeah, if, if Kirkawiak Kr- didn't yes. get sent off. Yeah. I would back it to be Sweden and Spain still. Going through. Yeah. Um Group F, final group today, Hungary, France one one. We've talked about Hungary being the team of vibes.
0: Absolute vibes. Yeah, dude. They were still vibing.
1: Yeah. They well there's still anytime you beat COVID and solve COVID yep. the way Hungary has. Yep. You <laughs> some you're say they never vibing. stopped
0: vibing.
1: <laughs> uh not many chances going forward, but right before half they had one. They took advantage of it.
0: Yeah. France had some chances in early. The first half. Early. Yeah, Kind of like peppered some some shots on goal but
1: that Griezmann won early on I think in the first 10 minutes should yeah have been a goal should have scored right at him <laughs>
0: Mbappe had a chance to score
1: yeah it just went wide uh
0: Benzema, Benzema, had, a chance Benzema, to Benzema score. had the chance scored.
1: had the chance to score oh my gosh the outside boot for no reason you have the goalie one <laughs> I don't want it it's like just oh, easier said than done I guess
0: but. yeah they ha- it seemed like they had hungry on the ropes but Hungary bounced back and like had 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 right the right before halftime, a great run from uh, Fiola.
1: Yeah, amazing. Finish, and then the and celebration is just and, and the
0: celebration. He he goes over to some lady's desk over there on the it side. It looks like our the setup. There's <laughs> a lady sitting there with <laughs> like a mic. He's just smacking the stuff
1: off the desk. She's like scared but smiling at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And then the fans were getting hype with other Hungary players. It was awesome. That's that's why you love the Euros yeah. right there. Uh, second half, Dembele came on for Rabio. For like a whole
0: four minutes or something. <laughs> Got subbed off again due to injury. It was probably a little longer than four no, minutes.
1: Before. No, yeah, it was 57th and 87th. Yeah. So, th- you know, but still came on. He, he made like one or two chances, nothing too crazy. He had a shot that I think it would have hit the post if... Gulachi didn't save it, but um, I don't no, know. No, he did but hit the post. It did hit the post. Yeah. I thought it was saved. But this, I think that's an important thing to point out, not because Dembele or anything, but taking off Rabiot, putting on another attacker, something maybe Gareth South. <laughs> yeah, why do
0: you maybe. need Rabiot
1: in this game? He didn't look very good anyways. <sighs> I mean, it's you know the midfield was Rabiot, Conte, Pogba. I mean, I know you have people going forward, and Digne and Pavar can provide some stuff, and your front three is obviously amazing in attack, and you just kind of let them do their thing. But it's still, I don't know why it's so defensive of a midfield. But on that goal, Griezmann with the sally,
0: the sally. To equalize against Hungary. Hungry. It's like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Like, And it's like the dumbest thing ever. Like, you're shaking your butt. Like, just <laughs> please stop. You're embarrassing me.
1: Um, With this game, Pogba didn't look quite as good no. in this game. Uh, Giroux came on.
0: Giroux came on. Giroux came on. They don't do pass it. to him, though. Yeah, they don't like him.
1: yeah. It's unfortunate. It's punish, punish Olivier, punish Giroud.
0: Bad vibes Benzema. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. Is this more about Hungary or France? Because I think you could make the case that this is concerning for France. I Yeah. I wouldn't. I think Deschamps just maybe just didn't get it right with the team.
0: To me, this shows like France does have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And going forward despite having great players they haven't figured it out completely yet Gareth's out good. Gareth's out <laughs> Waistcoats.
1: Um yeah I, France and England are still just there's that little bit of doubt
0: Yeah they're not maybe firing on all cylinders
1: Yeah and maybe that's just cuz of the matchups Maybe who knows
0: Yeah I mean you're you're in a packed stadium of
1: yeah, how? when's the last Kung time? That, yeah, when's the last time that these guys had to face that? I mean, a, a lot of these guys would be like Champions League quality guys, so they, they face that, but it's like, when's the last time? Yeah. Going silent stadiums to. Yeah. It's just um, at, at least like 34,000 people in that stadium, if not more.
0: All going nuts.
1: Yeah. So cheering against you. Got to be hard on the psyche of France. <laughs> They're fragile, anyways, over there. Yeah. We uh (laughs) we um portugal germany portugal germany this was a good match this was not for defense no it was a good meme tier match yep um starts off disallowed goal for germany Mm -hmm. it's there are two instances that it could have been called back for was just called back for the offside because the ball is played to ganabry and he tried to play it himself you know, Havertz finally with a little finish touching in this game. About time for the German fraud, the hybrid forward himself.
0: <laughs> well, you got to say Germany looked a lot better going forward in this game mm-hmm. than they did in the previous game where they had not pretty much nothing. This Which... <laughs> this looked like more the Germany yeah. that we have come to know. You know? Yeah. not this I... struggling Germany.
1: Well, I know, because of the last show we were talking about Mainly you're talking about getting Mueller more involved yeah. centrally, specifically. Yeah. Um, wasn't always there centrally. There are times where he's still out wide, but it felt like there's definitely more of a presence to get it to the middle. Yeah, for um, sure. This game.
0: I mean, they started off. They went down 1-0, though.
1: Yeah. It was a first... great
0: counterattack. Uh, Bernardo Silva up to Diogo Jota and over to Ronaldo. The tap and Merchant.
2: Gold,
0: gold, 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 gold. <laughs> and uh, you thought oh maybe germany uh, You're
1: yeah, like oh man they really here we go again yeah
0: they don't really have it. and then then they they find this space against tomato
1: nice, and it's like oh my gosh gosens is just having a day we'll just we'll just get out of the way right now and say that gosens was man of the man match, of the match by far incredible
0: um, performance it was just so easy, though. They like kept going to the well, and it's like a wide space into the this central is a areas. Po-
1: this is a Premier League podcast. I'm going to talk about Premier League players. If we're going to talk about Mr. Semedo. That was a rough go. Yeah, he didn't look terrible last game. There weren't chances really going his way. He in looked terms terrible of this defend. game. He did look terrible this game. <laughs> he, The whole Portuguese defense just took a big poop right in the middle of the field <laughs> <laughs> it was it was disgusting uh two back-to-back own goals by ruben Diesh yep and rafa Guerrero. Guerrero.
0: Rafael Guerrero.
1: um yeah that kinda.
0: was it's the tournament of the own goals it's the tournament of the missed penalties it's the tournament of the second half
1: goals it's those are the three takeaways if it's you're gonna madness. take anything away uh, and all those chances were just out wide, going central. Yep. And there were guys. If they didn't own goal, someone was someone scoring on Germany. Scored, yeah. yeah. Especially on that Guerrero one, it was like yeah. Gnabry was like right next to him. So yeah. if he didn't play that, Gnabry just taps it in anyway. So.
0: And we got to talk about this, Kai Havertz. What's wrong <laughs> with this guy? He looks so sad. He 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 caused an own goal, kind of. He would have scored, <laughs> you know. And yes. then he did score. He's not even happy. To... No,
1: that's what happens yes. when you're a rough when you're Chelsea. I think and they he's have hungry.
0: This... Have you seen him? His his face. He he's, looks very. He's thin. He's got a very
1: thin face. Um. Bernardo Silva came off at half for Renato Sanchez. Kind of a strange. Yeah. Sub. I don't know if they wanted to just shore up the midfield and kind of have they... more of a ball winner guy in there. Yeah. They. I mean, Sanchez or uh, yeah, Sanchez can still go forward, but not quite like Silva.
0: And then they took off Jota, and it's like you not see these glaring issues like Samedo is getting beat every time by Gosens. Like someone help this man.
1: Yeah. Gosens today with that, with the ball, to Havertz and then the um it scoring the header at the back post really yeah, just an incredible nice. game. Atalanta, they're everywhere. They are. They're everywhere they folks. Are. Yeah. But, but,
0: but, but we got Germany riding high but then they concede another goal they just to show con- that
1: this is... You never know. This defense is pretty awful. You just never know. Jota gets one, Ronaldo assist.
0: This is that uh, Rudiger and Hummels and...
1: You just, just never just- know with those two <laughs> specifically because they can provide moments of brilliance. It, you should have one of those guys in your back line. You should probably not go with two of them <laughs> but germany don't really have a choice Gintner too, two i mean he's not as good no. going forward um but defensively uh he, he hasn't no, impressed me all that much
0: i think there's it was definitely a sign of improvement that they can score four goals yes although to be fair like it was kind of just like one goal copy and pasted
1: yeah um uh, i mean you gotta do it until they stop it but That's I, true. Th- this game was definitely more about Portugal than Germany for me.
0: I think it was more about Germany. Really? Because I think it shows Germany can score, but also.
1: Do you think this is just a one-off win. thing for Portugal? Are you think no. that? No. So I, you, so I
0: don't think Portugal is that
1: good. I think I think that I would consider them in the same batch of second-tier contenders of. Uh, coming into the tournament of them and the Netherlands and Germany teams that you wouldn't pick them to win but if you squinted you could be like uh you know they could make a run
0: they are who we thought they were I mean
1: they they, they
0: won last last year it was, but it wasn't because they were the favorites
1: yeah but they have more quality this time they, I mean they, they have, have they the
0: for sure have quality but the tactics. Nah. they leave something to be you know desired desired
1: yeah sometimes talent just isn't enough that's very true i
0: mean the defense was rough really patricio don't think he had a particular particularly good game he had that one save that he like should have caught it's and it rebounded. It's
1: because he's going to Roma. He's, he's out going to Roma. Like he knows that we're not going to be talking about him, so he's he got he was actually sadder than Kai Havertz. Yeah, very <laughs> sad.
0: And then then the midfield pairing of Carvalho and Danilo didn't they're, do it for
1: me. Well, even in the first game, they're virtually they're very similar. I wouldn't say they're virtually the same, yeah. but they're they're similar in yeah. terms of they're more of a uh, holding mids, and they don't even really like pivot back because they're still kind of just lurking in midfield when they have one of their fullbacks go forward they don't really cover for them and slide the center back over it's it is kind of weird this team i i feel like they'd be best served just going with a um a four three three. and then you just or maybe even a 3-4-3 with jota ronaldo and silva up top and then you have Fernange um, along with Renato Sanchez and then you have either Pereira or Carvalho as kind of like the guy holding it down your thoughts on that
0: they need something that's what <laughs> I'll say help.
1: they need some help Can we get some help over here <laughs> so give me the,
0: the points rundown on group F
1: France 4 one goal differential Germany, 3-1 goal differential. Portugal, 3-1 goal differential. Hungary, 1 point, negative 3 goal differential. Hungary's probably toast, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We knew it happened, but... But the
0: big match is between France and Portugal.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: That conceals some fates.
1: It can. I would... I feel like it's probably going to be another one of the multi-goal games for Portugal, but they'll probably concede multiple goals as well. It'll probably be yeah. like a 2-2, 2-3 kind of game for them. I say and then I would, France. I wouldn't even be surprised if Germany lost to Hungary somehow. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. The The defense looks <laughs> just, not that good. If they're just not there mentally, I don't rule anything I out. mean,
0: can Germany play against a team that doesn't have this glaring issue at fullback and then allow them to do the same thing over and over again?
1: Well their thing their thing is is that they don't really have a full cuz they just play that back 3 and their wing backs have not been great on defense as good as Gosens was today going forward. Yeah. And he he did play better at defense in this game. Um he's not the most defensive minded guy. He is pretty much like a left mid, but they throw him back as like a wing back. Kimish, I mean, he, he's more in the midfield for Bayern. So, I mean, it it's going to be a little adjustment for him to kind of be in that. I was more talking goal.
0: about the Portuguese fullbacks. But...
1: I thought we were talking about Germany. <laughs> well, because we are talking okay. about, well, because we are saying how Germany has such issues with their defense. But you're just specifically talking about on... Rudiger, Hummelsen getting there.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's also partly due to that. That wingback thing. Getting too.
1: wide and having people attack you from that way.
0: But I think it'll also be different because Hungary will play a low block. <clears throat> yeah.
1: I guess Germany and So this is gonna be more about manufacturing goals. Yep. Um specifically trying to get Mueller and Ganabry involved. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if they didn't win. I think they'll win. Not comfortably, but we'll go.
0: But the vibes.
1: The vibes of Hungary too. Dude, is this one in Munich or is this one in uh Budapest? I would expect it to be in Munich. Let's see.
0: Yep, Munich.
1: Okay. Yeah. They they they
0: they don't let our boys hungry yeah, have, have home field many, advantage
1: too many times. Uh yeah, I would I would back Germany to finally just put it through and get past. So we're thinking, Are you and you're thinking Germany will get through over Portugal?
0: Yeah, I I mean I think all three of those teams will make it through. But
1: you do. What if Portugal loses like four two again, and the goal but differential. But Portugal has
0: three points.
1: Yeah, what if someone else gets three, but they don't have the goal differential?
0: I don't know, man. This, this, <laughs> it's so the much. Third place so much. getting. They it's, have a it's a flawed 66% (laughs) chance
1: I would say that's fair that's fair because they could still somehow win outright you just never know with Portugal
0: I mean France hasn't even looked all that impressive
1: no so that's what I'm saying you just never know uh any takeaways from the second match day second match day man just
0: kind of disappointment from England for sure
1: yeah I think that's obviously the big one not even just because we're premiership perusal i think i think everyone's just like wow
0: yeah i think a lot of people have them as like the second best team in the tournament and they're not playing like the second best team in the tournament for sure i mean it's kind of funny though watching england they kind of remind me of arsenal in a way the way they've been struggling to attack mm-hmm. i think arsenal kind of they make it, it the harder season. on
1: themselves at times
0: yeah and it's like Not having guys who are running into space.
1: It's like the the other team takes away their main thing, and then they just like don't do. They don't have a second option. Yeah, and it's like you have to be able to have something. It may not be your primary strength, but you have to have some other way to attack them. If I had to have a takeaway, I like the response from Belgium, too. To turn it around like that, the way they did. It shows the
0: importance of De Bruyne.
1: Yeah. It's... That's for sure. I I thought it was funny. During that game, they mentioned they're like... And they have such good attacking players with De Bruyne and Lukaku. And, you know, even Eden Hazard. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Not that man. I'm waiting for the fat man to strike. (laughs) Other than that, I think everything kind of... um went shock for most other groups i mean i would say a good amount of people probably be surprised by spain and that'd be a takeaway yeah but i mean we've mentioned it before man we (laughs) we we, i don't (sighs) just disappointing maybe the the holes in group f yeah they're more glaring than i thought they were
0: yeah they don't look as strong as we might have thought them to be Mm mm-hmm Another thing I liked was Wales. Yeah. I was happy that, that they changed and they played like they did last tournament because that's fun to watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they established that they very well could end up making a run into the final eight again. Yeah. And well, you can't be rolled out. Uh, Well, it's coming up. Match day three starts tomorrow. Starts Two tomorrow. Games, and they're doing that where the same groups, the two games will be same day, same time. So it's building the drama. I kind of like that, in a way. It's unfortunate because you'll just have to throw a game on your phone or something and then watch on your TV. But it's group.
0: unfortunate for us as podcasters who like to deeply analyze <laughs> the small yes. details of the game and really fully grasp
1: it. Yes. Do they not know the pressure they're putting us under? Yeah, struggle, bus. <laughs>
0: They could at least give us a day off in between, you know, get our stuff together.
1: What would you say, besides England, would be the main watching point for these games match day three? Is it just the Group F stuff? Group F.
0: I also want to see a convincing performance from the Netherlands. Good point. Um, Maybe Denmark. See, see what they, they, they can... got, got yeah. to do. Uh I think a big one between Sweden and Poland, can Sweden kind of elevate their game to show like they deserve to be in the knockout stages?
1: Yeah, not just hold on for dear life and then somehow lose to Poland, but they get through. I think that is an important part. I'm not looking
0: forward to watching Spain versus Slovakia. I'll just tell you that straight up. Why? Because I hate watching Spain.
1: I want to watch Ukraine-Austria. I want to watch that game right now.
0: That does sound like a good game,
1: and if Italy and Wales have both their squads full, yeah, full go balls to the wall, then yeah, I want to watch that game right now, right now. So a lot to watch for in Match Day Three. <laughs> there really is. It's gonna establish everything, believe it or not. <laughs> it's really gonna make the picture crystal clear. It all comes down to this: this. The Match big Day one. Three. The chase for the knockout
0: stages. <laughs> That's all we got for today, <laughs> folks. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can also listen to this on SoundCloud or Spotify. Links will be in the
1: description. Bye. Until then, bye. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. That's the name of the podcast <laughs> with a question mark.